Oh yeah, ladies and gents, it's your buddy Gavin. Last 10 minutes of a great game podcast from the filibusterfreestyle.com family of podcast networks. It's another early Sunday morning. We're in the studio. Hushed tones today due to, the, due to the neighbors and those around us in the studio. But we got a good one for you today. So before we get into the games we're going to call today, great endings, which is what we are all about here. We are all about the last 10 minutes of great games, being there, calling it, etc., it's been a heck of a week around the world, global football, okay? You've got a lot of the domestic leagues in Europe restarting. Premier League started. Serie A is starting. La Liga is starting. League Un started. Premier Liga in Portugal started. The Bundesliga started. I'm actually watching a Bundesliga game right now. I'll get into that in a minute. In addition to all the domestic leagues, you get the Carabao Cup in England. And you get games like Leeds tying Hall in the 93rd minute to force overtime, extra time, and then going to penalty kicks, and the game ending in 9-8 to eight in penalty kicks. You've got European soccer qualifiers, the Europa League specifically. Remember a few weeks ago, B36 Torshan out of the Faroe Islands won a dramatic game against, I believe, a team called Hanved out of, out of Budapest, Hungary? Well, this week they're playing the New Saints out of Wales, a Welsh power, European qualifying, Europa League qualifying. I think it was Europa League qualifying. It might even be Champions League qualifying. It doesn't matter. I don't have it in front of me. B36 Torshan scored in the 120th minute, so basically the end of added time, to push the New Saints to penalty kicks. And in penalty kicks, Torshan won the game. Torshan, a team to watch. Stoke City in the Carabao Cup, scoring in the 86th minute. To beat Wolves, Stoke City used to be a top-flight team. I think they're now in the second level, maybe even in the third level of English soccer. Wolves came in seventh in the Premier League last year. Wolves made like the semifinals of the Europa League or the quarterfinals of the Europa League last year. Stoke City got no business beating those guys, but they beat them. And you can have a crazy one out of Europa League qualifying. FC style Bucharest out of Bucharest, Romania, a Romanian power. They tied some team 6-6, six to six, which is ridiculous, and then won that game in penalty kicks. So this stuff's everywhere. There are big games, there are big stakes, and there are little clubs of big dreams, and that's what this thing's all about. So here comes the theme song, and I'm going to take you to Arsenal, West Ham, Cologne versus Hoffenheim, and maybe one other game. We're going to start with Cologne, Hoffenheim, and the Bundesliga, which was a wild last 10 minutes of their game. And then we're going to go to a, a live feed on Arsenal, West Ham. In a, in a London derby. Here comes the theme song. Filibuster Freestyle presents last 10 minutes of a great game podcast. Subscribe, Spotify, Deezer, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Filibuster, Filibuster Freestyle, Filibuster, Filibuster Watch freestyle. out for the Filibuster. Filibuster, Freestyle, Filibuster Freestyle. It's the Filibuster Freestyle. Filibuster Freestyle, Filibuster Freestyle. All right, 51st minute, 52nd minute actually, live from Cologne, Germany. Some call it Cologne, some call it Cologne. It is spelled Cologne. It is said Cologne in English. They've got a heck of a team there in terms of a fan base, rabid fan base. Cologne, fun fact, they are the only team, I think, in the Bundesliga who did not win a game um, after the restart. Or, I mean, they might not even be the only team, but when they came back and played the rest of their schedule in the summer. Cologne has not won a game since March. Um, 
That's not good. So they're playing Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim is a club not super unlike Leipzig, also a German club, where a corporation kind of came in and found a way to gain the system and take a lower-level club that historically had never really been a factor at the top of the Bundesliga and found a way to make Hoffenheim into a, a club that is vies, vies for European spots every year. Anyway, it is two to one. Hoffenheim is up on the road, two to one. Again, 53rd minute now, and we're going to keep an eye on this one. It's a one goal game, 53rd minute. We'll see what happens when the clock strikes 80. 66 minute, Hoffenheim with the ball, still two to one. Are we going to get a shot on goal here? Cleared by Cologne, still two to one. All right, guys, 80th minute. Still 2-1, to one. Cologne with the ball in the box. Can we get a shot on goal for the home team? Shot on goal it is. Oh, it's blocked. Shot on goal again. Oh, off the side of the net. Again, I got to whisper today. It's early in the morning here. When you're watching games in Europe, early in the morning, sometimes if it's a work day in your home, because this, this is your job, the podcast sometimes, you can yell, you can scream, you can be exciting. Sometimes you got to do it in hushed tones. That's today. That is today. But a great shot. From Cologne in the 80th minute to try to tie the game up, saved by the goalie, on the ricochet, another shot by Cologne, but it goes off the side of the net from Duda, number 18, on Cologne, and Hoffenheim clinging to the lead here now in the 81st minute. 81st minute, another shot on goal from Cologne. They are in desperation time. It was not a great shot on goal, but it was a shot on goal. Nothing doing. Hoffenheim, again, clinging to this 2-1 lead here in the Bundesliga opener. By the way, speaking of Bundesliga openers... Bayern Munich picked up right where they left off. They won Europe last time we saw them. They beat Barcelona in the semifinal of the Champions League, 8-2. They took Schalke, a big German club who's underachieved a bit the last couple of years, behind the woodshed, 8 to nothing, a snowman to nothing. Holy cow. Bayern Munich didn't miss a beat after a brief summer break. But again, we're here in the 82nd minute, still 2-1. Hoffenheim, a couple guys down in the field, holding their heads. Might have been a flop, might have been legit. We're going to find out. Let's see. Slow-mo, replay. Oh, yeah, they hit heads. That's no fun. All right, 84th minute, Cologne with the ball, cleared up by Hoffenheim. Nope. Foul on the play. Could be a free kick coming for Cologne. Big moment here, 85th minute. All right, 86th minute. Number 21, can't read his name from here, standing over the ball for Cologne, the home team. They have not won a game in a while. The chip in the box, the header. Oh, it's off the post, and then it's in. I don't know if you guys can hear my volume. I got it on low. It is a goal in the 86th minute, an incredible goal for Cologne to tie the game. It's 2-2, 86th minute. The ball was chipped beautifully. It was headed. The goalie tries to make the save. It goes off the post. And then on the rebound, a Cologne player kicks it in to tie the game up. Here it comes again, the replay on sides, a header off the post again, and then, wow, right to number 24, scores the goal. Goalie has no chance. He's on the ground having dove for the ball the other way. It happens so quick. And Cologne has a chance here for a point, maybe even a win. Let's see what happens. Big goal by Drexler there for by number 24, who I talked to you about, 87th minute. Game getting ready to come down to its final few ticks. Does somebody have a goal left in them? Spoiler alert, they might. Hoffenheim have beaten Cologne four times in a row. This tie would help stop the bleeding or at least put a Band-Aid over it. 
corner kick from Hoffenheim, kicked out, cleared, back to a Hoffenheim player, chipped into the box, header opportunity, shot not on goal, way, way, way wide left. Still 2-2. Two to two. All right, we got a little counterattack here for Hoffenheim. Ooh, but a foul is called. Foul is called. I'm not sure why the referee would have stopped the play. They had a fast break, if you will. They had a breakaway. But anyway, I thought we were going to see a sweet little counterattack there, and the referee blew the whistle. So a yellow card for the goalie, who wasn't even involved in the play. This game's all sixes and sevens. Oh, see, the foul was on the Hoffenheim player. He actually, when he dove to kind of keep the fast break going, he actually slid into his defender. He really didn't need to do that. So that's an unforced error, as they say. 80, nope, 90th minute. We were in the 90th minute, just over. We were in the 91st minute. We were in added time. Still 2-2. Two to two. All right, 92nd minute. Midfield ball. Could be a little counterattack here for Hoffenheim. They're going backwards. They continue to go backwards. That's not how you counterattack. Unless it is. You'll find out in a second. I don't know. I really don't know the answer. But you think these guys would have taken like a multi-man advantage and gone after a goal. Instead, they let the entire team get back for Cologne. But they're still finding a way. The ball is in the box. Oh, boy. Oh, it is a goal. It is a goal. Number 27. In your program, number one in your heart, if you're a TSG 1899 Hoffenheim fan, that is their full name. Krama, Kramarish, Kramarish scores a goal. Holy cow. 92nd minute. That is no fun if you are a Cologne fan. The ball gets into the box. He, he just, yeah, he just makes a move, takes it with his right foot. The goalie gets a hand on it, and it squirts right under him. Goalie comes out of his box to cut down the angle. Kicks the ball, right-footed. Goalie gets a finger on it, gets a toe on it, whatever it was. Deflects the ball a little, but not enough to keep it from the mouth of the goal. And Hoffenheim may have rescued their victory after all. It is 3-2 from a 90-second-minute goal. Hoffenheim looking to have a fifth straight win against Cologne. And Cologne looking to... St- not looking to, but looking like they're not going to have, have won the game since March still, and maybe not even tied a game today. Crucial, crucial situation. Big mistake, despite the fact that I can't elevate the volume of my voice. Big mistake. To quote Julia Roberts from Pretty Woman, huge. And Hoffenheim almost scored again in the 93rd, 94th minute, actually. Good save by the goal, goal keeper there. But uh, that's how the game ended. It was uh, 3-2 Hoffenheim. Two goals scored in the last 10 minutes of this great game. And we're now going to take it over to the Premier League. Arsenal, West Ham, London Derby style. But Hoffenheim continues to pile on five straight wins over Cologne. Cologne hasn't won since March. Boom. That's the part one of the last 10 minutes of a great game. Synapse is not firing great today. But, yeah, let's produce some content anyway. Why not? Philbusterfreestyle.com. Okay, before we get to Arsenal, I do want to cover a couple other games that would have been unbelievable to cover this week. And that's why you just, you never know where in the world of global football you're going to see something awesome. So, Luton Town beats Derby Derby County, Derby, in the 87th minute. Luton Town, pretty small team. Derby, uh, a team that's been in the Premier League, but not a lot. They're typically in the second level. That game ended in the 87th minute. Peterborough beat Fleetwood Town, and I'm pretty sure we're talking third level, if not fourth level, of British soccer there. I'll confirm that in a second. But Peterborough scored both of their goals in the game after the 90th minute. So they were down 1-0, 
for basically however long they were down after Fleetwood Town scored. I'll find that out too for you, I guess. Scored two goals after the 90th minute. Peterborough beats Fleetwood Town. Okay, I'll confirm those couple stats just because what the hell, I put it out there that I would with the crack research team, and then we'll get over to the London Derby. Yeah, so confirmation on that. It is from Football League One, third tier, British soccer, English soccer. Peterborough scored in the 90th, first minute from Taylor, in the 95th minute from a dude whose last name I'm not even going to try. And then Fleetwood Town took the lead 1-0 in the 55th minute, hung on for the next, what, 40 minutes of the game, basically, and then it was tied and they lost. (laughs) Bummer for them. (laughs) But good news if you're a Peterborough fan. Actually, I got another breaker for you here. If this game had gone the other way, I would have covered it instead. But FC Emmen, who's a little-known team out of the Netherlands, it took it, it took everything PSV Eindhoven, who's one of the three biggest clubs in the Netherlands, to get out of there with a win. They were hosting Emmen. They went up in the 21st minute, one nothing. There was an own goal by PSV in the 83rd minute that looked like it was going to give Emmen a chance for a massive draw, a massive tie in the match. But then Romero from PSV finds a way, 94th minute, to win the game for PSV, break the heart to FC Emin. And that's the kind of game where whatever happens to FC Emin this year, if they had won that game or tied that game, that's when the fans talk about all season. So another great escape by a giant, which is typically the way these things go, which is why I'm not going to cover the thing live. But again, own goal by PSV, almost cost them a couple points, almost gave FC Emin enough hope for an upset. Here comes the Arsenal game. All right, guys, so we are live from the Emirates in London, North London to be exact. Arsenal hosting West Ham. Alexander Lacazette scored a goal in the 25th minute, puts Arsenal up. And then uh, I think it's Miguel Antonio, my bad, but Antonio, who's an absolute stud striker for West Ham. He was unbelievable after the restart. Tied the game at halftime. Right before the half, 45th minute. So it's one-to-one. And, you know, again, you got a West Ham team that lost to Newcastle last week. They need this win big time. Newcastle took it to them. West Ham barely survived the Premier League last year. They, they, they escaped. They probably, I think, were at 16th place. Like I said, they barely escaped. They played well down the stretch, including Antonio, who I just mentioned, a goal-scoring machine being the reason, I think, that they stayed up. Arsenal obviously had a really tough year last year, but ended it well with an FA Cup. Started this year off great with an FA Community Shield. Got a win in another London Derby last week against Fulham. At Fulham, this is their home opener, but it's one-to-one halftime. We're going to go and keep an eye on this one uh, for all the Gunners fans out there, a.k.a. the Gunners. By the way, I wasn't sure what to think about the Peacock streaming app from NBC. Unofficial sponsor of the week because we're using Peacock right now to watch this game on demand because we had a lot of family obligations yesterday, which is weird in the times of COVID to go and do a bunch of family stuff, but we did. Hopefully it was socially distant and safe. I think it was. I digress. Peacock's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. One of the best parts about it is they only give you one commercial if you watch an on-demand match for the whole entire match. Pretty good. Pretty good. Just watch the Verizon commercial, Peacock, Xfinity, Verizon. Weird that that they let Verizon do an advertisement on one of their apps I could see over the air. Again, I digress. Money's money. Whatever. Times is hard. But uh, anyway, 64th minute, 1-1, Arsenal, West Ham. 
West Ham goal by Miguel Antonio, again, was an unbelievable counterattack. Checking into the game for Arsenal appears to be Frankie Nikita. Let me double-check on that. Actually, no, that's going to be Pepe coming in for Willian, the former Chelsea guy. But uh, the, what I really like about Arsenal is they really started to get some depth as long as they're healthy. They've got some players who can really move, get things done, which is a great thing to see. So Pepe on, Willian off. I think Nikita's already in the game, to be honest. And again, in this particular game, I'm watching on demand because, again, hashtag family, family activity fun day yesterday. <laughs> Had all kinds of action yesterday including the promotion of my cousin in the United States Navy on the USS Constitution. That does not happen every day. Okay, so all kinds of mea culpas here. Number one, it's not Frankie Nikita. It's Eddie Nikita. Not enough coffee in the, in the old... Not enough coffee in the old body this morning. We're working on that. Number two, it's Mikhail Antonio. Mikhail Antonio, if you will. Not Miguel Antonio. Number three, Nikita not in the game right now. Uh... And I'm actually watching a, a, goal, a 67th minute, by the way, still one to one. Really dangerous chance coming uh, from West Ham. And again, I'm, I'm, I am all sixes and sevens right now. I'm a little bit out of sorts. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Arsenal is actually a team I do tend to care about more than others. So, you know, it makes it a little bit more fun to watch, but also a little bit more uh, difficult to call the game. But that ball went off the crossbar, and uh, there was going to be nothing. And again, Antonio, again, the header. And the goaltender would have been there had it been a little lower, but Leno did not get his Leno did not get his hand on it. And then Len, Leno goes over the top of Danny Ceballos to try to make a save. Almost took off his teammate's head there. But anyway, Eddie Nikita, correct name, not in the game right now. I bring him up because I have some inklings that he might get in the game later. 75th minute, still 1-1. One here in North London. West Ham has had about one-third of the possession today to Arsenal's two-thirds, obviously, of the possession. But both teams have only had a couple shots on target. But West Ham is really out-shooting Arsenal in terms of shots, two to one. So interesting that every time they possess the ball, they seem to get, and by every time I'm being hyperbolic, but they seem to get a look. And even if they're not on target, they really seem to be counterattacking and getting very aggressive. Also, while I'm here, and we're in the 76th minute of this game, um, Leeds and Fulham, both teams recently promoted to the Premier League, played a stunner today. Leeds winds up winning it 4-3. to three. But as Fulham fan and pundit of the show, Andy Maslin, said, man, there's a lot of fireworks. Paraphrasing there. I don't know that he actually said that, in case he's listening, but he basically said that. Speaking of fireworks... Looks like my man Eddie Nikita is getting ready to come in the game here in the 76th minute. But Leeds Fulham, a seven-goal affair. We will be covering that one today. Obama Yang chips it. Lacazette can't come down with it. And cleared by West Ham. Anyway, what I was going to say about the Leeds game is Fulham and Leeds, masterpiece of a game in terms of the stuff we love here on this show. Seven goals, a lot of game, a lot of goals, a lot of goals in, within a couple minutes of each other. The only big issue was that all the goals were scored before the last 10 minutes of the great game. So why are we going to cover that? Alexander Lacazette coming out of the game for Eddie Nikita. Remember, Nikita 
got into it with Danny Sabalos last week before their opening match in warm-ups. Two teammates kind of got into it. There was video of it. They both had to kind of play nice on Twitter, Instagram, social media, and in the media, etc. But we'll see if the substitution works. Remember, Lacazette scored a goal in the 25th minute. Obviously, he's a little gassed by this point, so we'll see if Nikita coming in will bear fruit for the Gunners of Arsenal. 78th minute, getting close to that last 10 minutes of a great game. Corner kick coming for Arsenal. Let's see if they can get a goal here. Ball's in the air. Headed out by West Ham. Nothing doing. All right, ladies and gents, we're here. 81st minute, last 10 minutes of a great game. One-to-one in a London derby. Week two, match day two. Premier League, Arsenal hosting West Ham. Hammers lost last week. West... West Ham, that is, the Hammers, the Gooners, the Gunners, actually, won last week against Fulham, trying to beat their second London rival in consecutive weeks. Again, 81st minute, 82nd minute now. Arsenal possession the ball. They've been possessing the ball two-thirds of the time this whole game. Will we get another goal from one of these two teams? My guess is we only have one goal left, maybe two. I think weird things can happen, especially in these games without fans, but... It's been a while since we had a goal. There's not been a goal this entire second half. Substitutions have been made. Let's see what happens. West Ham makes a substitution. Yarmolenko comes on for Bowden. 83rd minute. Goal kick coming from West Ham. They play it short. West Ham, in my mind, is probably trying to either see this thing out as a tie on the road, get a point, keep it rolling, or obviously counterattack. Mikhail Antonio still here. It's Mikhail. It's Mikhail. It's weird. It's, it's not weird. It's, it's weird for me to say, but it's, it looks like Mikhail. It's not Miguel. It's like Mikhail Antonio. And I'm going to leave this in because guess what? We all got to show our warts. If you host a podcast, it's okay. You can over-edit it. You can make it really shiny and beautiful and package it. That's awesome. But if you're calling a game, if you're calling the last 10 minutes of a great game, you know, you got to show your warts. You got to let people know you're human. And that's what I'm doing right now. And none of you care. But that's why. Self-narration is a thing. Ball in the box, saved by Leno. West Ham chips it back in the box. Another header. Ooh, almost a foul on Arsenal, but no foul called. The ref lets him play. 84th minute, one-to-one. And I got to tell you, West Ham, really good job there. They played it. They found a chance. They got a couple good chances, keeping it safe. I don't, you know, again, Arsenal... I don't want to say they're lethargic, which is what they were definitely last year. But last year, they were definitely ripe for conceding goals, especially late goals, to snatch ties into defeats, to snatch defeats into ties. I think Arsenal led the league in draws last year. They had the most high games, tie matches of any team in the league, which is why they finished like, you know, eighth place or ninth place or tenth place versus like fourth, fifth, sixth place, which is a big deal. Because if they hadn't won the FA Cup, they wouldn't be in Europe right now. And that's a big deal, especially because their best player just signed a long-term contract, three years, for Aubameyang. Probably doesn't sign that contract if you're not playing European football this year. But that's because Arsenal couldn't seal the deal last year. They couldn't, they couldn't maintain control in the late going. They would concede really bad goals. And so that's what I think people should be fearful of right here as we get into the 85th minute. But Sabayas, excuse me, has the ball. Again, struggling, lack of coffee, Dunkin' Donuts, unofficial sponsor of the week. I actually made myself a cup of coffee. Trader Joe's brand. $3.99. Dark roast brand? Phenomenal. Good stuff. Gets the job done. 
Ball played way downfield. Bellerine. I know this is a long, long piece here, but I, I got a feeling. Tobias with the ball. To Saka. All right, I'm going to stop calling the game for a second here, but I think we're going to get a little moment here. Oh, yeah. Tobias. Ooh, the Frankie Nikita is a goal. I can't scream. It's just not as fun when you can't scream. And I called him Frankie again. Eddie Nikita on a pass from the guy he got into a fight with last week in pregame warm-ups, Danny Ceballos. We're going to look at VAR, but Saka with a great pass on a run by Ceballos. Nobody remembers him. Goalie is in a two-on-one. Two Nobody can help him. A little pass to his right by Ceballos and Eddie Nikita, the substitute, drills it home. I think it's going to be good. And what's crazy is Arsenal, this since since Arteta took over the program, the craziest thing is is that now Arsenal's starting to do what they used to do, which is they're finding a way to tie games they should lose and win games they should tie. And we'll see. I didn't know if the trend was going to continue as David Luiz gets ready to come into the game as a defensive substitute, but. If Arsenal can start doing this again like they did in the heydays with Arsene Wenger as the coach, as the manager, well, now you're talking about a team that has a chance to go back to Europe and do some damage. So Ceballos and Eddie Nikita are the heroes. Despite getting into a little bit of a rumble last week, hey, good teams, that's what they do. Just ask the Boston Celtics. They had a, a fiery moment and after game two of their series, and they found a way to tie it up with the Heat last Not tie it up, wow, to get a win last night. Um, and be down 2-1 to one instead of 3 nothing to the Heat. But anyway, that fight last week now completely dust in the wind because Arsenal, spoiler alert, win the game 2-1. to one. Arsenal starts the season up to you know, six points out of two, ga- two games, maximum points. And for West Ham, a little bit of heartbreak because they played well enough to maybe earn a point and they just couldn't get the job done. Last time into the Great Game Podcast, this one was a bit of a mismatch of a couple games. But... Uh, Keep listening, keep subscribing, keep telling friends, and follow us on social media at Filibuster Freestyle on both Instagram and a little thing called Twitter, filibusterfreestyle.com. Last thing, it's Niketia, not Nikita. Moron club, population me. But anyway, Eddie Niketia on the big goal.